Good morning. Welcome to the manual. I hope all is well and you are putting your best self forward in these amazing times. Yes, I did say amazing. You did not hear me incorrectly. I know. Amazing is probably a far-fetched word to say today, but it is amazing. And the reason why I say it's amazing is because of you, the person under the sound of my voice. You get to wake up today and better your own life, the life of someone around you, a loved one, a co-worker, a stranger. The currency that you have inside of you priceless humbling humbling and priceless kind words gestures acts of kindness goes a very far away to keep the fabric of our society going and this is my personal belief so it is nothing that's written in any, in any law of the universe but it's just how i feel about things so again you're amazing in your own right and go out and be amazing today so this february it is black history month as we all come to know and we are celebrating this month, obviously, the achievements and accomplishments of many prominent and not so prominent black Americans um, through various, various fields uh, from engineering to space exploration, to agriculture, to sports, science, math, education, medicine. Yes, all of, all of those things um, we have been a part of. Um, some things we have pioneered, some things we have changed the world with. And many of you may or may not even know some of the things that, that have gone down. Anything and everything from the sphere of the ice cream cone to the super soaker has been done by black inventors. It's amazing some of the things that I still find out to this day because when I was a kid, they only taught you about the few um, that we had in our history books. Like, you know, uh, Garrett A. Morgan, George Washington Carver, Madam C. Walker. Those are the three I always remember because, you know, I always was doing a paper every year in elementary school about those three people for some reason. But I didn't know of the others and others that came after and before them. You know, even like the lawnmower. Did not know that. That was that was a new one for me. My sister usually posts every year on, on her social media. Every day of, of the month, she posts a new um, person. And I'm always on that list of 28 names. I'm always like 10 of them I didn't know. I'm like, wow, you know, I'm not the history buff that I think I am, but I just did not know. So we celebrate this in this in this in this all this glory. The origins are kind of um, kind of peculiar. Um, not until 1976, when two years before, uh, sorry, two years after I was born, is when Gerald Ford, who was president at the time, made it a, a month uh, on the calendar that we celebrate. Prior to that, in 1915, Carter G. Woodson, who was a professor at Harvard University, was attending the 50th anniversary of the Emancipation Proclamation in Chicago at a festival and was astonished and amazed at, at what he saw for the three-week period that he spent in that space, honoring his ancestors, honoring people um, in his culture, basically. He did, did not know a lot of things, and he probably discovered some things that, um, that he needed to get out and amplify to the masses. So it became like, uh, in, in his spirit, it became like a thing where they were celebrating a week or two here and there. During the um, the Renaissance in Harlem, 
you know, a lot of this celebration would happen in in February. And to note, in February, why they pick February? Because I know that there's always contention about, oh, we got the shortest month for Black History Month and this, that, and the other. It actually comes down to the two most prominent figures uh, that dealt with the abolishment of slavery, which is Frederick Douglass and Abraham Lincoln. Today's Abraham Lincoln's birthday, which is the 12th of February. And Frederick Douglass's is the 14th, we believe. And why I say we believe is because we don't know. And I don't believe he knew that his birthday was actually on the 14th of February. I think they picked it because it's, you know, Valentine's Day, it's a day of celebration of love, et cetera, et cetera. But they didn't keep records. Um, if you read his autobiography, he didn't know a lot about his own life. Um, and, you know, not to know when you were even born, not even the year, but just not even knowing what day of the month uh, when you were born, which we all celebrate birthdays and it's it's a glorious thing. But I've only met one other person in my life that didn't know when their birthday was because they had escaped um, a situation when they were a child and their records were destroyed. And anyone who had knowledge uh, is, a, is a contention of what day they were born. So very fascinating story. I would love to have him on one day to talk about his experience because it was an amazing experience. I thought, you know, I've heard some life stories, but amazing. Anyway, staying on topic. So here we are on this on this month of celebration of the achievements and accomplishments of of our people. And one of the things that I I I, I want you and I'm not gonna preach here, so I don't hope no one takes this that I'm preaching to you, um, is to take this time as you have a captive audience or people who will, you know, willfully want to learn about the culture and, and the people um, that magnify within it is to, to educate your children on the, the importance and the significance, not only of, of, of black history, but also their history as it pertains to them and how things affect them. I'm a trainer. Um, I explained this to you guys on a, on a few different episodes and I work with young athletes. I just actually um, accomplished a certification that will that will give me more access to more training venues to train young athletes. I love working with uh, young adults. I'll also look, you know, working with adults. Period. But um, one of the things is in, in mentoring um, and talking to some of these, you know, men and women, young men and women that I that I get to work with, is talking about what's their next step in life? Like, where do they want to go with everything that they are doing? And usually the answer either astonishes me or saddens me because it'll either be, oh, I want to play professional sports or, you know, I want to do something else. And I'm like, what's the something else? I don't know what else, but I, just, I you know, in case the sports doesn't work out, I don't know what else I want to do. I'm like, well, what are you good at? And they're like, I'm good at math. I'm like, well, did you think about being a scientist? Something like that. And those are the non-sexy options for, you know, for youth. But they don't realize the, how hard it is to make it to the professional realm. I, I, I always give this stat and then I end up hearing it on another uh, platform one time. And I actually have it now posted on my IG. But of a million young athletes, and we're going to use the NBA here as, as, as the example, a million young athletes started out, you know, starting out this year playing basketball. Of that million, only 400,000 will actually play high school basketball, meaning participate to the level of, you know, 
being in games and things of that nature. Of that 400,000, only 4,000 will go on to college and play collegiate basketball if, if they're lucky to start. And of that 4,000, only 35 of them will get to be drafted to the NBA. The rest will go to the G League and Europe and, you know, all the other countries that participate in international basketball. But of those 35, only seven will start. And you have a million people looking for seven jobs, right? While there's 100,000 jobs that just go unfilled every year because only 1,000 people may qualify for those jobs. These numbers are very disparaging, obviously. These numbers are very frightening in some aspect, but it also shows you the realistic magnitude and the gravity of how hard it is to make it in professional sports. How hard it is. And if you are lucky to make it, so be it. I used to think about Michael Jordan because that was the most, that was him and Bo Jackson. And when I was a kid, were like the two biggest athletes I could think of other than Daryl Strawberry and stuff like that. They were like the biggest athletes on the planet. And I, I wondered to myself one time, I was like, what if they didn't make it to the to the NBA or they didn't make it to maybe baseball or football? Like, what would they be doing? Like, would they run a general store? Would they be pumping gas? Would they be a high school biology teacher? What would they be doing if they weren't, if Michael Jordan wasn't who he was or became who he was? Because these odds are, these odds are so impactful. These odds are so great that you have to kind of put the, the realism to it to say, hey, listen, it's might not happen. And if it doesn't happen, what do you want to do? And sometimes I'm astonished at how the parents even react as I'm telling their child that they're not good enough to make it to such and such. In, in most aspects, I'm only there to train them. I'm only there to train them to do certain things. I, I have no... I have no uh, desire to make your little Skippy an NBA player. That's not what I do. My thing is to have them not have pain, not have injury, and get the maximum performance out of their body. That's what I, that's what that's what a trainer does. A trainer doesn't train you to get to the NBA. That doesn't. That's not a realistic thing. That does not happen. So use this time to to let your children know that hey, listen, these are accomplishments that we've we've had. And that we still have. And things that are pioneer. You may be the next Carter G. Woodson. You may be the next Lewis Latimer. You may be the next whoever. There's, ve there's, very, there's very little to be said about fostering these, these type of heroes for, for your children. You know, LeBron, as great as he is, hasn't accomplished anything life-changing. He's an athlete. He's an incredible athlete, but he hasn't he hasn't pioneered things that will stand the test of time. An NBA championship does not trounce blood plasma by Charles Drew. It doesn't it doesn't even compare. It doesn't even compare. You know, my parents were encouraging and, and, and enforced certain things that I needed to learn. Not only about sports, but I needed to learn about life. I needed to learn about about myself and, and what also things that I'm also good at other than sports. You know, we look at the culture now and anyone that is that is non that is non-black, we look at the culture, you know, as the conduit only being rap music for the most part, or music, um, and sports. It's way more than that. 
is way more than that. It's 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 an incredible sphere of of things that are impactful that have changed the world in most in most situations. 3D movies, refrigeration, the coupling of of two railroad cars, the ice cream cone, <laughs> super soaker. I mean, I can go on and on and on and on and on. You know, and like I said, I always find out things that I did not know. And I'm like, wow, I did not know that. And these are, these are things I use every day. You know, and and some of the when you read some of these stories. You're going to get the good, the bad, and the ugly. And what I mean, the good, and the bad, and the ugly is that in most of the times that a lot of these achievements were were accomplished, it wasn't the best time to to. I don't even know how to put this to kind of like live in America as a black person, because a lot of the systemic racism that exists now that we, that we're fighting now, we fought then. This is not anything new. This is not something that's brand new. You know, this has been going on for centuries. Be amazed at what you will find, you know, but you also find the struggles as well. The hardships, you know, Following a dream or having a dream and being told no, that's part of it. That's part of your greatness. That's part of your arc is to be told no. But you have to also have a have, have to have a hint of realism as well to realize that, you know what? If I'm not good at this, I'm good at something else. The first brand I tell these young athletes that, that they have is their last name. Their first and last name. That's the first brand that you will have. Fuck Nike. Fuck Adidas. Your brand is your your last name. Floyd Mayweather said something um, very, very crazy one time. But I will never forget it. They They asked him why he doesn't have endorsements. And many people thought it's because, you know, he's too brash. He's too this. He's too that. He simply said, he's like, I'm a junior which I am as well a, a junior and he doesn't own his la- he, he he doesn't own his name his his dad does so if Nike or whoever wants this name they got to go to Floyd Mayweather senior for it I thought that was amazing that he was able to make enough money that he didn't need the star power right? he didn't need like I don't need Nike to to project me on to a stage I'm already on that stage Nike you need me to project you for me to be your brand ambassador, not the other way around. And that's very important is that your first brand is who you are, is, 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 who, is who you are. Most recently, we saw LeBron get into something with, uh, with two people that, were, that had floor seats. You know, it happens in games. We've seen this over many decades. You know, there's some, some back and forth and things of that nature. But at the end of the day, you know, LeBron's representing who he is, not Nike, not the Lakers. He's representing LeBron James. And I forgot what the exchange was or what was said, but I, I did see him say, and the um, person kind of, you know, pretty, pretty much uh, stamped, stamped it and said that he called me a bitch. It's crazy because LeBron should know better than that. There are a lot of young men and women that are watching him. And that's not the behavior that you want to project to these young people. You know, that's, this is how I look at it. 
know, this is how I look at it. So, you know, you're, you, you're the ultimate brand ambassador for, for you. You know, one of the things I used to hate to hear was your credit to your race. I'm like, what does that even mean? What does that, what does that even mean? It's just one of those things where it's like for being such and such, you're, you're a great person. You know, I just never understood that. But it's something to be said inside of those words that you're credit to your race. Because when you look at it, at the end of the day, you're representing what's not on the 11 o'clock news, what's not, you know, what people see when they get out of their cars and they're clutching their pearls and they're, and they're locking their doors. They, you know, you want to you wanna project that you're not that. You know, I, I, I struggle with how perception is, how we perceive, you know, each other. How, how other people perceive us, you know? Not all black people talk a certain way. Not all black people walk a certain way. They're, we're not all good at sports. <laughs> that's, that's the one that always gets me, you know? But, you know, we're not our ancestors either. We're not taking some of the abuse that, that our ancestors used to take. It's a different time. You know, but I would rather be representing myself in a boardroom versus a courtroom. That's a fact. I'd rather be doing that. I'd rather be respected for my ideas and 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 my and my train of thought and what I what what I could contribute to society versus being a burden to society or having society take care of me. We, we're not all afforded the same things. We all we all don't come from homes that are stable. We all don't, you know, have situations and surroundings that are fostering our creativity. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, you get to make the difference. You get to be amazing. You get to be that. I always say, you know, being selfish is something, but putting yourself first is a different thing. When it comes to who you are, when it comes to who you are, you need to be the best at that. Not the best point guard. Be the best cleave. Be the best you. When my daughter was a little kid, I used to buy her every year. I used to buy her uh, um, a Guinness Book of World Records. It's the weirdest thing. Trust me, don't judge me. Um, Because... When I was a kid, I used to get them from the library and I used to kind of look at them. And one of my friends said to me one day, why do you look at, like, why do you look at these? Like, these are some stupid stuff. And I'm like, well, listen, I have an issue and I have a problem. And when I start to read about the accomplishments and some of the, the things that people have done and other people cannot do and have never done, I get inspired to make my problem very small. And I pass it on to my daughter saying to her, hey, listen, when you think you have a big problem or a big, you know, dilemma or situation or a tax, a task that you think is too, too high for you. Look, look at what someone did. This is great. And that translated to also teaching her about black history because it doesn't, it doesn't get taught the way it does. And one thing I need, to, I need to really put this in the, in the, in the public realm, right? Cause this, this is, this is something that I, I hear when, when I hear this, I cringe every time I hear this. Uh, Slaves didn't come to America. And what I mean by that is that that don't identify black people as slaves. They were brought to America in slavery. There's a fucking difference there. 
when you refer to you know these people as slaves, it's 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 in the context of like when once they got to these shores, yes, they were, were referred to as slaves. But prior to that, we don't know. You don't know. They were an inventor in their town. They were a doctor where they with the village that, that they came from. You know, they were the chief of their village. They were royalty in some instances. They weren't fucking slaves for being brought here. I hate to hear that. The next time I hear that out of any one of my friends' mouth, black or white, I'm going to fucking check you for that. Because that, that is so incorrect and it's so egregious to say. It is so. Every time I hear that shit, I'm like, what? Why? What, what are you, slaves? What? Oh, they brought slaves here? That they were slaves back at where they were? No, that's not That's not the case. So don't, don't say that. It's crazy. But, you know... Staying on topic, <laughs> um, I don't want to rant. Take this time to celebrate, and when I say celebrate, just just reading up on what it is, and 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 you know, discovering things that you haven't discovered before. Because again, you know, we we get our uh, things picked for, picked for us. Our leaders get picked for us, and the reason I say that is that there's no there's no coalition of black people that nominate somebody to be a, a spokesman for us. You know, that, that tends to happen when when a lot of people gravitate to a polarizing figure, you know, a la, you know, Dr. King or a la Malcolm X or whoever. Not everyone that, you know, is black is for, you know, certain certain leaderships, certain leaders. It doesn't work like that. Like just because someone is black, we just go with something. No, that's not how that works. So I implore you to to discover things that you haven't discovered before you know it's one thing to read about some of the accomplishments and achievements but it's also to know the story of this person to know that they were a person they they experienced you know pitfalls and highs and lows you know they weren't born great but they became great you know whatever passion that you have for yourself I always say this, monetize it if you can. If it's something that you have just for leisure, I get that. Certain things you just don't want to invade business and personal, you just, you keep it in different camps. But if you can change something for yourself, make money on it, why not? Some of you are sitting on million dollar ideas and don't even know it. Money that can change generations of your family because of you having a simple idea. So be excellent. Black History Month is not only about February. It's a, it's, it's it's a way of being. It's a way of being. I, I always have, um, I always have these uh, encounters. I want to call them, where it's cool to be black until some of the problems that black people face uh, become evident to you. You know, and again, it's only celebrated through through some of the achievements in in, in music and sports, but it's way more than that. Way more than that. So. Really, really kind of, you know, dig in and, and learn something. Thank you for choosing the manual today. And I'll talk to you guys soon. Be blessed.